Good morning and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast. My name is Ailsa Kepi and I'm joining you from a kind of cloudy, cold day here in Nova Scotia. You can find out more about me and my um, courses and products and my work on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. So today we're going to tackle um, disagreements in relationships and what I've noticed with the current climate is that some of our disagreements have become more and more difficult to deal with, especially in our intimate relationships or close family or friend, family relationships and friendships. And these often do um, center around uh, COVID or the pandemic. And, you know, it's very difficult in any situation to uh, disagree with a, a close friend or partner about how we should conduct ourselves, <coughs> excuse me, or about how we should deal with things in our life, about how we should move forward, how we stay together. This has always been the kind of conversations that I've talked about here before um, in relation to consent. So I think we, you know, I'd like to look at this as a consent issue. And, you know, in some ways, having consent, a consensual agreement, negotiating a consensual agreement is really the basis of a good relationship. And there's no difference now, um, even with these very hot topics um, that we're discussing now between each other about, you know, what's important and what we all need to do. And, you know, are we taking responsibility for ourselves and for each other? All of these really important um, value questions really come down to um, how do we negotiate consensually with each other so that we can live in um, community or live in our, you know, have relationships at all. I mean, there is probably one, one possible scenario where we just don't mix with anyone else. And, you know, most of us have spent uh, more than a year, a year and a half or so now, not actually seeing that many people. So it maybe hasn't come up that much that we've had to negotiate with people. And perhaps we're a little bit out of practice. So what does it mean to be able to negotiate well? What does it mean to come to a consensual agreement with someone? Um, and I, I think I would borrow from, you know, the, the kink world, perhaps, uh, about if you're going to negotiate a consensual interaction or relationship, it's important to really listen to the more cautious partner and to, you know, not to push the more cautious or, you know, um, worried partner into doing something that they're not comfortable doing. Now, the only difficulty with that in the, in the, in the sense of, you know, some of the questions that are coming up now with vaccines and things and COVID and how we interact with people is that both partners feel like they're being the more cautious partner. You know, in, in the case of the vaccine, perhaps some people feel like uh, I'm being more cautious by do, taking the vaccine and some people feel like they're being more cautious by not taking the vaccine. And so who do we, who do we take into account, you know, in that sense of if we're negotiating an agreement, you know, who is being more cautious and how do we end up so we're both being cautious. So, you know, it's interesting because it brings up a whole new way of having to learn to relate to each other. So bringing up a, a consent is 
is always, and, and it doesn't just relate to the COVID or pandemic or questions that come up now, but it always requires that we are in, out of our fight or flight nervous system, that we are in a safe enough place that we feel that we can be in our higher brain centers. So, you know, if we're in a fight or flight response, which many of us are, have been in or still are in quite often and get put back into in many times, and if we're in that fight or flight response, you know, we really can't weigh different scenarios. We can't do anything but respond in an emotional or a survival type of way. And so trying to negotiate a really complex agreement with someone that we love is going to be really difficult if we're still in that place. So, you know, my first recommendation or thought about negotiating agreements around this is finding a way to feel safe enough you know and that might be something like um you know living in different houses so that you feel safe enough and having the conversation or negotiation agreement conversation over the phone or you know on facetime uh you know where you're not feeling um bullied or or pushed into doing something you don't want to because you're living together. Now that's not always possible for everyone. I get that. Sometimes we're stuck living together. But is there a way that you can negotiate your your current situation with your partner or your intimate other where you both feel safe enough to speak from a grounded place? And that requires that you know what that feels like. That requires perhaps that you take some time to go for a walk in nature, or maybe you do the whole discussion outside in nature. Uh, nature is a very grounding thing. So we, you know, whether we meditate first and we really have um, maybe from that place of, of solitude and meditation, we write down what would be important for us in this negotiation. So really, you know, if we're watching the news and we're getting all riled up and worried and scared and in fear, and then we're trying to have a negotiation, it's not going to go well because we're, we're in the fight or flight response at that point. And that's, you know, brain physiology. We just, you know, our nervous system puts us in fight or flight and it's all about survival. It's not about being open to listening or hearing anyone else's viewpoints. So the first thing that we have to do, even in any discussion with a partner, is really find a way to feel safe safe enough to have the conversation <clears throat> and that conversation like i said might be need to happen not in person maybe it needs to happen by email maybe it needs to happen where you have time to reflect on your answer and how you take it in i know i'm involved in a current situation where we're trying to do some restorative justice work and you know taking a day or two between ants you know receiving an email and answering it has been really profoundly effective for me to work through my initial trigger <laughs> you know if I get a difficult email I work through my triggers around that it takes me a couple of days usually and then I can kind of sit down and respond from a more centered place so a really these these really hot topics like how we're dealing with uh you know partnerships and if we disagree on how we want to deal with COVID or vaccines or or socializing going out, all of those things, um, we may really need to slow down, to slow down our conversation to the point of taking a day or two in between writing writing something down and, and stating something. So 
that might require an incredible amount of self-control. And I don't know how everyone's feeling out there, but that could be difficult. But it also gives you an opportunity to just meditate on where the other person's coming from. And if you can respond in a way that is loving and kind and, you know, realize that this is a person that you love, this is a person that you care about. And you, while you may not agree on everything, you know, we have to look beyond the fear and look at, okay, we both love each other. We both coming from this place of wanting to work this out so we can have a relationship. So let's focus on that intention and then, you know, work out the details. So, you know, what does it mean and what do you want to have happen in this conversation? What do you need to have in your life to feel safe? This is a conversation to have with yourself first. And it always is a conversation to have with yourself. What do you need to have in this relationship to feel good, to feel loved, to feel like it's, um, you know, worthwhile in your, in your life, that it's, you know, that you um, are... Um, not just benefiting, but, you know, really um, both giving and receiving in this relationship, that it's something that's loving, that's adding to your life. What do you want to have happen in your, in your negotiation? So, you know, if it's important to you that everyone in your life be vaccinated, like for instance, then that needs to be something that you decide on your own. And then you bring that value and that you know, that's your hard no, you know, or your hard yes, <laughs> that's your boundary. And you bring that to your partner and, you know, they may also have to do that inner work and they may come to a different boundary. They may say, well, I want, I don't mind if people are vaccinated or not vaccinated, but I don't want to be, let's say that's the, the disagreement. So, you know, if you're if you have come to a really conscious state that you want everyone in your life to be vaccinated then that is something you have to take responsibility for in your relationship you can't put that responsibility onto your partner your desire is that you have everyone in your life um that you have everyone in your life vaccinated then that's your desire and you can put that out there but you can't put that responsibility on the other person because that is a boundary crossing in the sense that we've talked about boundary crossings before in relationships. You know, when we require somebody else to do what we want, um, you know, that's that's not something that we can require. I mean, we could say, hey, you know, if you're not going to do this, I'm not I can't be with you. And that's that's fair. So I do think that we have to really think about the responsibility that we're taking for our own feelings, for our own health if we want to consider it that and you know not put that on well you have to do this thing so that I can feel safe you know we have to decide what that is for ourselves and you know it's a difficult one because you know everyone feels that they're right and and you know people are when people feel they're you know when we're looking for right and wrong it's actually very difficult to actually come to an agreement on anything in a relationship so I know you know when I feel like I'm in the right about anything with my partner, you know, it's very difficult for me to even acknowledge that, that he might have, he might feel that he's in the right. So there's something there that we have to look at in ourselves 
you know, is it, I think there was someone that said, you know, you can either be right or stay married. <laughs> so, I mean, we have to look at this uh, very closely. So it's interesting to, to really think about what is important to us. And I think that everybody needs to do that. And we all need to take responsibility for what, for what comes up with that and how we negotiate as a community is then a whole nother level. So the first level might be that we all get clear on what we are and are not willing to do. And then we bring that to the community. And I think this is where, you know, when we bring that to the bigger picture, we may negotiate, be willing to negotiate somewhere in there. We may be willing to, um, you know, change our own beliefs for the person that we love, because maybe in the end of the day, staying with this person is something more important to us than not. You know, we're willing to, um, you know, change our own way of behaving or change. Maybe we're willing to stay home and not go out to restaurants because our partner feels more safe. Maybe that feels like something that we, an adjustment that we can do. And, you know, some of these things we, we would be willing to do, but it requires a lot of, a lot of self-reflection and a lot of grounding. And again, I have to keep stating a lot of getting out of fear mode so that we can actually listen to ourself inside. I mean, a lot of my work with clients is really just about the somatic awareness, the awareness in our body of what it feels like when we feel that we're doing something that we are really meant to do. Um, and so, you know, we have to get really quiet and we have to slow down and then we can really get to listen to what is important to us. And maybe being with your partner is more important than your view on, you know, what's going on in the world today <coughs> and how we're willing to show up. So this, these are all, um, you know, things. And I, I would say that people are willing to change. You know, I know, um, I know some people in my life that have changed drastically from one belief system to another, from one opinion about, you know, COVID and to completely the other side. So, you know, if you are in the, the very difficult position of finding yourself and your partner having differing views on, on how to behave and how to, how to move forward, um, you know, don't, maybe don't lose hope right away and know that people can change over time. So again, you know, you ask yourself, like, what do I need to feel safe and where do I need to place myself right now? And, you know, can we negotiate something that will work for us to stay together in the meantime? Or do we need to find some degrees of separation that feels good to both of us? And, you know, really taking responsibility for that. You know, we can't have our cake and eat it too all the time, although it'd be nice to have that. We can't always, you know, have things work out in our favor and, you know, we can't say, well, I would love if you were willing to do this thing or not do this thing. Um, I would really love that and it would make me feel great. And, you know, that's that's awesome. And our partner or our friends and family are, you know, people who, um, you know, we've agreed, at least in in the West here that, we, you know, we supposedly have the freedom to look at that. So. You know, I think as far as consent goes, finding out what you are in consent to do with yourself and then bringing that to your partner. You know, there's an exercise I do with couples that I'm coaching. You know, what is it that I'm feeling right now? What do I want to, you know, experience with you? How, you know, we have this kind of 
little um, form that we fill out and we both fill it out and we, we exchange that. And then you can see what your partner, where your partner's coming from. And sometimes that gives you some insight into where are those points of connection? Where are those points where we agree? It might just be that we agree that there's a pandemic right now, or it might just be that we agree that, you know, growing our own food would be a good idea. I don't know. Whatever the agreement points are, maybe try looking for those instead of always, um, you know, looking for where we disagree. Look for the points of connection. See if there's something you can you can draw on from there. See if there's something you can move forward with from those points of connection. And that will probably feel much better to focus on those than to focus on the things that you're disagreeing on at the moment. And if you start together working on something, maybe you come together in some kind of um, co-created agreement. So, you know, that's where I start with couples when we're talking about, you know, intimacy and we're talking about um, relationships. And, you know, this is no different. We have very high emotional responses at the moment. And like I said, this can make it more difficult. But if we are willing to do the work to stay grounded and if we're willing to really check in with ourselves, I think we have a place to start. We have a, pl a loving place to start with people in our lives to say, hey, let's agree on, let's look at what we agree on. Let's discuss that and let's try to expand that gradually to, um, you know, to encompass more and more things that we can share. So I hope that's given you something to think about. I hope it's maybe helped you um, take a breath in all of the, uh, you know, what can feel like a lot of conflict in the world today. And I hope that you'll take some time to get out for a walk today or do some breathing or just sit in gratitude for a few minutes of all the amazing, um, wonderful things that are in our life, you know, and, and take some time to notice that Help yourself get out of the fight or flight response that we can easily get into when we watch the media or go out in the world. And just spend a few minutes on your own, just breathing and just saying, hey, I'm here, I'm alive. You know, I have people that love me in my life. How am I going to move forward with these people? So hopefully that gives you somewhere to start for today. And um, I, I have loved speaking to you all. I noticed somebody does have a question. Um, I'd love to hear your question. You can definitely write to me. I'm not that great at podcasting with uh, other people added. So I'm going to ask that you um, contact me on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. Please do reach out, ask your question, and maybe I can deal with it on another show. Um, and if I do ever get to the point of having guests and working out how to, um, invite questions on my podcast, um, that would definitely be a upgrade in my tech, tech knowledge. But for right now, if you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments to the show or any, anything else, please do reach out. Um, there's a contact form on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. Uh, feel free to sign up for my newsletter while you're there. And I uh, hope to talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for joining me.